Before we begin, I would like to acknowledge the Gadigal peoples of the Eora Nation as the traditional custodians of the land on which we record this podcast, and pay my respects to the elders both past and present. Hi everyone, I'm Tiny Cook and welcome to Chuffed. Some of you may know me as the girl who married a stranger on TV and now I'm chatting with you all here on my podcast. This is your unfiltered safe space for all things love, career and life. Each week I chat to all different types of cool people with fascinating stories. We unpack relationships, life, the serious and the not so serious, business, beauty and a dash of pop culture. Thanks for joining me, let's get into it. On today's episode, we have Ollie Skelton, aka my maths husband, joining me in the studio again. We chat about our relationships, some fun stuff going on in our lives, and get to the bottom of whether Ollie is really a genius when it comes to guessing the years movies were made. Hope you guys enjoy. Ollie is here today, and I thought we'd do a little life update podcast, kind of talk about what's been happening since Ollie was last on the pod, which was the very, very first episode, what? so a lot's happened since then, which yeah. we'll go into. This means that Tani didn't organise her guests properly. No, as no. Yeah, and I'm happy to be here. I, of course, would love to have you on, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just, everyone wants to know updates of our life, so. Yeah. Are you guys married? Are you, married? Are you guys still together? Yeah. <laughs> Every day. No, we're not, actually. Yeah, no, we're just doing this. I get paid to do this. So. <laughs> Definitely does not. No. But I wanted to update everyone on what, yeah, what's happened since. I feel like we've had some big changes and some scary slash exciting stuff that we've been doing since. So, yeah, I thought we'd give a little update. Why are you giving me that look? What are you? What scary stuff have we been doing? Well, we just started therapy and that's a bit scary. Whoa, okay. We're going to talk about that. Yeah, just a little bit. <laughs> All right. We won't be discussing what we discuss in the therapy sessions, but I thought it would be nice to kind of share that I feel yeah. like not many couples I guess talk about it I don't know so mm. that's been how long have we been doing that now for uh, a couple of sessions three weeks yeah yeah or three sessions or I three guess. sessions yeah so like six weeks we've been doing it yeah and Ollie actually found the therapist and I really like her I think she's a cool vibe yeah I, yeah did you just just have a little google around yeah I was doing a little I don't know I was like okay which one do which one do I think is going to side with me the no, most? <laughs> no, no, no. But you know what? Couples therapy always reminds me of, I can't remember that movie, yeah. but it was, maybe it's Ozark. Maybe it's a TV show. Mm. So basically they go to like a marriage counselor and then each of them pay off the marriage counselor to agree with them. Yes. And then she's taking bribes from each of them and they don't know that. <laughs> and then she's like weaseling the money out of them. And then like, she's like, no, but sometimes I have to agree with him. And sometimes I have to agree right. with you. And then she's like taking money from both of them. And she's saying like, I've got to agree with them. So it makes it look like yes, I'm not yes. lying. I was yeah. like, obviously, we're not doing that. But it just every time I think of it, it just reminds me of that. Can I say, like, I'll say this. Right? Yeah. So I was, depending how deep we go um, with this, you can do with it what you will. But the first time that we sat on the couch and we talked about a situation that we had discussed. Are we talking about with the therapist? Yeah, with yeah, the okay, therapist. Yeah. Um, I was confused because you said couch and I was like, is this maps? I was like, what are you oh, talking no, about? It was saying, definitely not therapy that. That no. was actually quite the opposite. But we could, um, and I remember us talking about a particular thing mm-hmm. and I nearly laughed. I, I was trying not to laugh at how validated I felt. And in my mind, 
in my mind, I just wanted to go, see, this is exactly what I'm talking about. No, that's <laughs> not productive though, is it? No, but that's not what I to do. nearly laughed. I was like, bite my tongue. No. And I was like, oh my God, so, she gets it. This, and Okay, you go. No, I think I think she's very fair with kind of getting it from both our perspective, which I quite like. I don't mm-hmm. ever feel like she sides with one person more than the other. Wow. Okay. Well, that's interesting. Well, you're sitting there being like she sides with you all the time. I don't. See, that's so, I reckon this lady is then a mastermind at it because I feel like, I actually feel like you're going to get mad at how much she's siding with no. me. And I actually thought that you wouldn't like the therapist because I thought she was siding I with me all disagree. the time. I disagree. No, I don't think so. I think she's very fair. <laughs> You're so annoying. No, but that's so funny. That is so funny to me that you feel that way and I feel that way. She's doing it exactly how she's meant to do it, where both sides feel justified. Yeah. Yeah. So I think rewinding, obviously we felt, I guess with the, I don't know, this speaking for myself, I felt like with the pressure of kind of being thrown into a relationship through the situation that we were given, obviously meeting on a TV show, I feel like you don't necessarily go through those normal stages of dating slash becoming into a relationship slash then moving in together. I feel like it was very quick Mm. and I think we didn't really have that time to, yeah, maybe process stuff or to kind of go in the regular motions of what you would do outside being in a crazy situation. So I think me personally, I feel like it's been nice to kind of take a step back and be like, oh, okay, it might be good to kind of chat with someone about, you know, the issues that we're finding in our relationship, which I think maybe we would have, figured out in those natural stages whereas now we're kind of finding it all out at once whereas I think we were really good in the beginning not that we're not really good but like it was really kind of you saw everyone saw the kind of journey on maths and then yeah then you're kind of faced in the real world and there's some like real life problems that you have to work through together so I think that's been one of the reasons why I have found it quite helpful to go Mm. and just you know when you feel like you do need that extra help or guidance I don't know I've never because I've never really done I've like just only started doing therapy since maths like personal therapy and I've never done couples therapy before but you have done it before and I feel like you said it was quite valuable at the time so I was always kind of interested to see what it would be like? Yeah, well, my stance on therapy is I think like everybody for the most part should be in therapy. I yeah. truly believe that because I think having someone to like talk about your issues, your personal issues of a person that has a degree in it, not just your mum or not yes. just your friend or not just this whoever's who's going to gas you up or whoever ha- who has bias in it, somebody that is impartial to your situation, mm-hmm. sorting through all the things that – all the worries and shit that you have in your mind that once you put and you verbalize it and you put it on the ground and you, and you face it and you try and sort through it with a person, you've probably already got the answer in your head, but they just steer you in the right direction. Yeah, for um, sure. Yeah, I think everybody – should be you know and i'm not at the moment personally and i really do think that yeah i i should go back into it so what would you say the difference has been from therapy with our therapist versus the experts style therapy on maths i think instead of differences you should try and find what are the similarities and i would say the fact that two people like that you're sitting on a couch 
both people are sitting on couches. That would probably be the only similarities because the show is therapy on oneself in a completely different reason than talking to people and working through your problems through that. I think Mm -hmm. that you get therapy from learning what to do and what not to do by these relationships around you. Mm -hmm. I think you get therapy in talking about your emotions every day on that show. Yep. And I think that you get therapy from the aftermath of the public perception of you. Yeah. Like if you were to go about and handle that the correct way, Mm -hmm. then you would say, let's say that you were villainized. The right way to go about that for better or worse is to look and go, okay, well, is there anything right with what these people are saying? Mm -hmm. And What can you take accountability for? Yeah. And so like you're talking to these people that have got the producers in their ears and they pause every five seconds before they actually answer the question because they're being told what to say. Mm -hmm. But, you know, they are therapists. They are genuine therapists. Yeah, I think we've got to separate them from their like professional Mm -hmm. credentials and what they do with their clients outside of maths versus what they did with us because we don't it's not the same type relationship you'd have with the real therapist because it's there's a role to play with the tv side of things and I think I always found it interesting listening into the other couples couch Mm. sessions and what they would say and how Mm. that was yeah how that was communicated I always found that probably quite helpful as well Mm. also really like not traumatizing is a very strong word but it was quite hard to hear like a lot of that as well, like when it's quite negative and I feel like maybe they're not getting that like clear, concise steps on what to do to make it better or that kind of thing. But yeah, it's very different. We've also got a crowd, a crowd watching you. Yeah, people judging, making little comments. And they can chime in. Yeah, They can say stuff (laughs) and add in things to your therapy session. Imagine that. And then you got to think there's cameras. The other crowd is 2 million people yeah. watching and you. And then they're going to judge you and write comments. Oh, so dude, I dude. think it's very different. And it's, I think you can't look at the show as that is what therapy is like. Because I think it's very different. Not even the same it's thing. Not even close. It's a completely different thing altogether. Yeah. But there, I feel like you do have therapy within the show um, yeah. in other ways. Yeah, I agree. So, yeah, that's been a new a new thing we've been doing the last month or so which has been kind of crazy but i have been enjoying it for the most part yeah yeah what haven't you been enjoying about it oh no i think it's just like it's quite a scary thing to i guess for me to share how i feel about certain situations or to kind of yeah talk about certain stuff so yeah. i think that's always a bit your you know there's a bit of fear there but i think once you actually do it it's yeah it's really it's really good I feel like in terms of other life updates, we've kind of just been, yeah, Ollie got a new job, which I think has been really a lot better for your mental health. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Urban List. Everybody follow Urban List on all of the socials. They're very hip. They're very cool. (laughs) You're not making it sound very hip or cool at all. Dude. I know it is. Dude, (laughs) like Urban List is fucking, yeah, it's fucking dope. And just like I'm learning a lot about yeah. culture, which yeah. is something I don't think I have. Unfortunately, <laughs> I'm not very cultured. No, I'm not. a bit daggy. Even in no, but I feel like your, I feel like our balance of culture is kind of nice because I feel like you know more about like movies and stuff, and I know more about like pop culture. Yeah. Whereas I don't know like some of the stuff he tells me, I'm like never seen that movie before, or what's that, or whatever it is. Okay, and well, then I'll... I'm, and then I'm educating you on like. 
The well, hip things. Let me. That's <laughs> the hip things. What are you talking the about? The hip Gen Z things. No, maybe like food places. I'll give you like <laughs> food places, bro. But Tani refuses to watch a movie that wasn't made after the year 2000. No, I would say after the year I was born. I would struggle to watch that movie more. That's bloody five years, mate. <laughs> yeah. That's five years. Doesn't matter. But she doesn't like There the- is a huge gap. I want to say something that Tardy said the what? other day. Okay, what? She said when talking about the Fast and Furious No, don't drag me for this. She said, do you okay, not wait, care just- about its cultural impact? You cannot deny the cultural impact of Fast and Furious, Vin Diesel, so many iconic moments. When I- that car, okay. when that Lamborghini shot off from that building. Have you seen them scenes? Sent- Tokyo Drift, amazing. Okay, first of all, I would like to say Ollie is not a franchise movie guy. I love movie franchises. Ollie does not really rate them. Like Harry Potter, Scream, Fast and Furious. I love Harry Potter. No, you do not. I like it a lot. You do not like Harry Potter. It's Don't fine. sit there and lie. It's fine. That's what he thinks it's <laughs> fine. No, it's honestly it's honestly a good franchise. I like the Harry Potters. All right? <laughs> I like Toy Story. Okay. I like the first three Rockies. Then it gets a bit then it gets pardon a bit the pun. Okay, name me one really good movie before 1995 you would say I should watch. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Classic cartoons and, like, those kind of things don't count. Um, I'm talking, like, movies in the genre that I like. Forrest Gump. What um, year was that? Okay, wait. Sorry, guys. This is a, This is a side note. Ollie has actually a special party trick skill and he can almost every time if you give him a movie he will guess within the two-year discrepancy one what year, year discrepancy. one year discrepancy yeah. what year it was made yeah any movie ever he's got it wrong a couple of times but for the ever. most part he will get it right so give me a movie right now i'll give oh, i feel like i always give you these movies okay well i am going to give you some oh. some movies from producer alex she's shot some through i forgot movie that queen. we can communi- we <laughs> communicate through that so i've got a couple movies that i'm going to get you to guess yeah, yeah, yeah so it's going to be embarrassing if you get them wrong it's but not going to happen speaking of fast and furious because we just oh, spoke shit. about it fast and furious seven ah oh. <laughs> Okay, so that. Think about it. Okay, so Paul Walker's in that one, or is that the one after Paul Walker? I think it might be after. Is that Ooh. that's the one where they had the song? It's been a. Long- I think it's on the cast. Yeah, maybe okay. I think he yeah, passed okay. away. Yeah, okay, I got it. Easy. Twenty fourteen. Twenty fifteen. One year discrepancy will allow it. And I hate the franchise. Okay. I've never watched one, <laughs> and I know it. Okay, I have not seen this film, but Rain Man. Rain Man. Okay, that's a, that's a good one. So we got to look at. Tom Cruise, this is like peak Tom really Cruise, like right? Tom, so Tom Cruise. Sky's blue, mate. Who does? Um, so it's eighties. It's eighties, right? And it's got Dustin Hoffman. I want to say that Rain Man. <laughs> fuck. It's eighty-eight. Yes. Shut up. Okay. All right. We're on a roll. All right. Dumb and Dumber. Yeah, Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> Alex is shocked. <laughs> like out of nowhere. Dumb and dumb. I, okay, can you explain your thought process, how yeah, you do okay. this? Because I think it's interesting. Okay, so I, I'm for some reason, like I put all the dates of my life <laughs> linear. So I just like, I've got it in a like a little file compartment. Yeah, timeline. And so I am pretty much can guess, I can tell you after about the age of eight, like what month something happened to me in. Yeah. And it's the same with movies or history. History. Ollie's really good at history. History. I can also name 
all of the presidents yes. um, up until after World War II, Harry Truman, in order. So, uh, yeah, I just file, I file my life <laughs> like that. And so it's the same with movies. And I used to love going on IMDb and looking up like trivia of movies. Yeah. But then also it's like time periods. Yeah. It's also, okay, what Key does events. Tom Cruise look like in that? Okay, so with Dumb and Dumber, right? I know that Jim Carrey was on a TV show in Living Colour in the 90s mm-hmm. and it was like a predominantly like African-American show but they mm-hmm. had like the token white guy yeah, and that was Jim Carrey. Right. Um, but that was like 90s, right? And then it was like Ace Ventura was his big thing and that was like 94. <laughs> and then I want to say Dumb and Dumber – 95. 94. Boom. Still got it. Still got it. One year discrepancy. So next one is Groundhog Day. Oh, great film. Great film. Have you seen Groundhog Day? And I I tell you why she hasn't seen Groundhog Day. Because I know that that film was made before 1995. (laughs) And so you go think of this like Bill Murray. He's not old, old yet. He's like that perfect like 38 to 44 kind of range and it's like the sweet spot and it's a tough one i'm gonna go 1991 no 1993 not bad not bad come on man sorry sorry now the last one which i know he'll get because this is ollie's favorite movie alex 1991 (laughs) goodfellas it's 1990 oh that's that's bad still get it though i still get it Good fellas, which I really yeah. liked. Wait, can you give us the accent? Ever since I w- uh, ever since I was a kid, I wanted to be a gangster. <laughs> womp, womp, womp. Oh, man. Scorsese. Scorsese. So good. Okay, we have a bonus question, which is a oh. president question. Oh, yes. Okay, who was the 38th president of the United States? Yeah, okay. So, so that's eight back, right? So Biden, Trump, Obama, Bush, Clinton, Bush... Reagan. Ronald Reagan? No. So it goes Jimmy Carter. Oh, my God. Why can't I remember this next dude's name? And then it goes Nixon, Johnson, uh, Eisenhower. I feel like I'm missing this one dude. Yeah, I think you are. Uh, Gerald Ford. Yes. Boom. There you go. There we go. (laughs) I am really bad with American politics slash presidents. I feel like... The closest I get, speaking of presidents, we did start watching a TV show, which was interesting for a while, Designated Survivor. Yeah. I thoroughly, I enjoy, I don't know what's wrong with me, but I enjoy TV shows, movies around presidents. This is the thing that I love, right? So you, I love the history. I love docos. I like history docos. I love the action. You like your little rinky dink. Yeah. Yeah. We got another one down. Yeah. And Olympus so, has fallen. So London those, has fallen. I so love it. President Docker, no, presidents getting attacked is the perfect combination of yeah. I get to get my little my little politics mm. fix and you get you get to get your um your bing, bing bong crash. Yeah. But I actually so I go to sleep listening to a guy by the oh name of Oh my god. Not Mr. Beast, Mr. Beat. And he is a history teacher who talks about all the presidents. And Seriously. 
<laughs> it's fascinating. Ollie will just literally go to bed and it's actually like you should be very thankful that I um I, am, I, I am. can sleep through it, but he will always go to bed with like a podcast, a movie or YouTube or whatever it is, just playing, just mm. Playing, not it's always even, YouTube. Always something. And I also can just sleep through anything. So it kind of is a nice dynamic. Yeah, I'm very thankful. Previous relationships, I've had to wear AirPods. Which is probably not good. The radiation in your ears yeah. or something. Yeah, you know. I know. <laughs> I did pop up a question box a couple weeks ago when we were going to do an episode and I got some questions that I thought we would answer, some different ones because I feel like we always get the same ones, but a couple of nice little different ones thrown in here. Ashley asks, do you get along with each other's families? Is Ollie learning to speak Thai? Yeah, I love I love speaking Thai. Give us, uh, give us what I've taught you. Come on, on the spot now. Uh, sabai, sabai. Yep. Which is um, like, what's up? How you going? Yeah, like, like a greeting. Good, yeah. Yeah, how sabai, are sabai. you? And then it's also good. You're like, sabai, yeah. Um, cup kun cup. Yes. Which is thank you. Yep. Um, yeah. Pom de kun. No, pom, pom la. Pom la kun. Yeah. Pom la kun, which is I love I you. I love you. Jup jup. Kiss kiss. Kiss kiss. <laughs> I love saying jup jup. And when <laughs> no, I say no. it to like Tani's relatives, they love it too. Like, like ah, jup jup. It's like, so jup, random. <laughs> But yeah, we went to Tani's mum's birthday. Oh my God. Can we talk about that? So this is like the first time I've, obviously Ollie is very aware that my background's Thai, but he'd never been like thrown into a event where there's been a lot of Thai people and that was just too much. I'm going to put some content. I've got some content from the night. I'll pop it on the Instagram, but it was like Thai karaoke, buffet Thai food, Thai ladies everywhere taking photos of us. Like it was a lot. And I felt very bad for Ollie because I could see his like sensory overload. I just like, I love, look, I love the Thai culture. I love everything about it. The music does not slap to the me. Music, no, you got to listen. There's some cool Thai rap, right. and there's but the music is really like twang. It's very like mm. twangy, really. It feels it sound to a me a lot. Um, and this is only the genre that I heard, <laughs> and that's so I'm most not going to speak genre. to all Thai music. It's not pop but Thai. The genre that they were all singing was like elevator music if it had lyrics. Yeah, and very whiny. No offense. But no offense. No offense at all. Because everything about it, I lo- like the whole experience was great. <laughs> and the confidence that these people have just to go up and sing when they are not good. They are not good at all. Couldn't be me. <laughs> no, it couldn't be you. But Actually, yes, you're our... You're, you're a good singer. Oh, thank you. Our families do get along. Mum loves Ollie and yeah, his family are the most chill people ever. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> My family just, they feel sorry for Tony. They're like, oh, God. <laughs> like, now you've got to deal with all the stuff he would do to well, us. I do think that they think that because I think they're like, you know, like we, we I can I can obviously be a lot at times for, and I, I disperse it amongst. Different people. So I've never had a brother before. I've yep. not really, I've obviously have uncles, but I've never had that dynamic. I've had a cousin who was annoying as hell my only guy cousin and he would always like prank us and scare us and I always just would be so annoyed at him Mm -hmm. but I never had the experience of growing up with a brother and it definitely shows (laughs) people's arguments would be like well you're not I'm I'm not um Ollie isn't your brother obviously yeah like I believe that a strong friendship is paramount in any relationship Mm -hmm. like i think it is like you can love someone but you might not 
like the person. So, and the way that I am, even with my girlfriends, it mirrors mm. that of, yeah, I guess my, the way that I like to give love is through playful banter. Yeah. And being a bit annoying. Yeah. And it can definitely <laughs> piss me off. Yeah, but sometimes. it's not just you. Like, it's just pretty, <laughs> much, pretty much everyone. So I think they, they, yeah, they love Tani. And yeah, I just think they empathize with you yeah. somewhat. You're welcome. Now I'm dealing with it. Okay, this is a this is a funny one. Nick asks, "Do you fight in front of each other, and who started it?" Ollie, I'll let you take this one. That is such a good question. Tani's yet to fight in front of me. <laughs> Tani's yet to fight. I've I've encouraged it, but no, think- Ollie will literally do. He going back to him being annoying. He will just always just like fart, walk past me, leg up, fart. You know it's true. It's not all the time. <laughs> I would say at least every two weeks. Fair. Okay. That's all right. Every, think about how many times we fight. I was going to say weekly, but I said two weeks at least. Um, I feel like I've dropped off recently. You have dropped off a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I don't – like it's not It's not the most like attractive quality no. for a person to do. But Tani's yet to do it consciously. I believe sometimes I wake, in the, wake up in the morning, I think she's done <laughs> – no, because my stomach issues. She's done most and you'll of the be work like, overnight. What's happened? I was um, like, honestly, something's wrong with my stomach. Yeah, and I'll wake up and I'll be like, it's like woken up in a bin. <laughs> like I'm just like, <laughs> stop. That is too much. I feel like I don't have loud farts. I, Mine are like silent. Do you know what's so cute about this? <laughs> She's like a little bit uncomfortable speaking about this. <laughs> That's just so cute. I just wish people could just see how annoying you are with the fucking farts because it actually sends nah, you to nah, the I don't want to do the cock up the leg no, walk past no. anymore. I've really tried to keep... Thank God. It's just not... It's, it's not... That's it's where fun. it's probably being too brothery, to be honest. It's like not a pro. Not a pro. Yeah. So I'm trying to... He's but trying I, to make look, it. There was a while where I was very comfortable constant. doing that. It's, it's out of pocket. All right, moving along. I'm going to pronounce this wrong, but Matevsa? Matevsa? Yeah, nailed it. Um, probably didn't. Apologies. Um, what is your fave Disney princess or prince? <laughs> I was thinking about this because this, this is a hard one, but I think my favourite would be Snow White. Okay. Or I want to just say Princess Fiona, but I know that she's... That's DreamWorks. I know, but like <laughs> I love Princess Fiona. Okay. That's but, fine. I think we'll allow that. Yeah, yeah. Princess Fiona as sh- the ogre or Princess Fiona as non-ogre? Both. Okay. Mm, of course you would like that because they all they do is fart all the time in the swamp. True, true. That's why you like it. After dark though, she a little baddie. <laughs> With the she curves. Thick. <laughs> Can't deal. Ella asks, what's your favourite comfort shows? Mr. B on YouTube. <laughs> Not Mr. Beast, Mr. Beat. Mr. Beat. Uh, Seinfeld, you always watch. Yeah, Seinfeld. Seinfeld. Yeah. I love Seinfeld. I reckon I've watched every episode about three times. What about, what about you? I think I go through phases because, you know, I'm always like hyper fixating on one thing. Yeah. It was Top Boy, I think, most recently. Yeah. And then I think before that, Sex Education. Yeah. I'm more doing the movies. Then I'll just watch the movies from the beginning to the end. Like Harry Potter, I'll literally just like start from the beginning spend like a week watching it to the end then starting in and i enjoy it every single time and all these things i'm a weirdo for it like that is like, it's just it's, so good once in a while is fine i but would the i would happily I mean, anyway yeah. 
I'm a bit of a weirdo. Okay. <laughs> so this is more of an advice one, but Tibby asks, dating is so hard nowadays. Do you guys have any tips on finding someone out there? Do you know what I love about this? Because I get this occasionally when I've gone on another podcast. Mm. In what world can we possibly give We're any advice? We're not the ones to on give you finding this a partner. <laughs> like we. F- <laughs> we didn't choose. We didn't choose each other. No, we were, and we, and not only that, we brought all our family along just to watch us meet for the first time. Like, for what sort of self-grandiosing, narcissistic behaviour is yeah. that? No, we are not the best for meeting people' advice. But I think, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I pre-maths really disliked dating because. I just felt like the apps were just a bit shit. I was personally not confident enough to approach people in public, Mm. but I guess that's probably the best way is like, I think you actually gave really good advice on the Two Broke Chicks podcast. As Mm. you said, you know, approach it kind of casually as if like it's like a friendly thing. Yeah. Like just having a chat more so than trying to pick someone up. Yeah. My thing whenever I was out was would I, would this person be my friend? Yeah. Could I could do uh, do I like this person as a friend, right? Yeah. And then if you're only treating it as a friend, doesn't matter if doesn't put the pressure th- on. It doesn't put the pressure on. I, I feel like once once you accept that rejection and failure it's is going to be is inevitable a, is a form of life in every facet. Mm-hmm. Like then you put so much less pressure on yourself and. The fact that you are even going up to these people and speaking to them is more than 80% of what people are doing. So true. So you're already you that gotta far ste- you ahead. you got to step ahead. Yeah. yeah. And, and if you're worried about rejection, just think that there's 80% of the population that are thinking the same way as you. And... John, okay, I'll give John Aiken this, right? <laughs> a little bit, a little Shout bit of advice out to John Aiken. he gave me off the show which kind of shows you that's when I took that's when I was like wow that's actually sound advice but <laughs> I was at the Logies and I went to Logies by the way and uh, it, first and last first and last and we were talking I was like yeah I'm not gonna lie I feel I've got a bit of imposter syndrome right now and he said guess what mate so does everyone else on this carpet mm. nobody feels adequate nobody nobody, nobody f- feels like they belong yeah there. so so honestly if that person dismisses you and it's a rejection, they got something going on. Like they're not ready to compute that you coming up to them and they would they would be like, oh, no, da, da, da. they're mm-hmm. pushing back initially because that's their natural reaction. That's any normal person would be like, oh, thank you. Yeah, that's that's so nice. Or, oh, yeah, doing this, doing that. And you can just build your way up. But the, the thing is, mm. do it in real life. Treat them as a friend. Great advice from Mr. Ollie. Thanks. So, Nicole asks, what's your thoughts on Mel and Leighton's split? Yeah, sad. It's pretty sad. Yeah, it's sad. Like, I think it's tough because, like, the whole of Australia kind of rides with you for a long period of time. Mm-hmm. And it's just real life is, like, your relationship starts again once the show ends. Yeah, And I'll sure. say that to all the cast as well. Your relationship starts again when the show mm-hmm. ends and distance was a massive factor for them. I, I assume yeah. I haven't, I haven't really spoken to either of them too much in the past, like five months. Um, so I don't really know. Yeah. How it came to a, to an end, but look, I'm sure that they will look back on maybe not right now, but I'm sure that they will look back on that experience just like everybody 
should that you do get something out of it i think from an um from like learning about yourself yeah. like whether it be resilience being freaking tied up in a house um with a person that you don't like for x amount of times or yeah you just I, i'm sure they'll, they'll look back at the time down the line with with fond memories and if they don't then i reckon they should yeah no, I think I've obviously chatted with Mel a lot more and I think, yeah, it was really sad. I was kind of part of me was part of me was hoping that they could work through things. But I don't know, I feel like a weird part of me feels like some part of their life is gonna be drawn back to each other. Maybe now is not the right time, but I hate when people say that cliche. But yeah, I've always kind of felt that they would work on themselves and then maybe find each other again. Mm. I don't know. I guess that's what I'm being hopeful for. Yeah. But yeah, it was very sad and love them both they're both such funny incredible people so wish them all the best and yeah i think i'm actually seeing mel next weekend very excited hell yeah love melly shall we do a couple chuffed or not chuffed yes chuffed or not chuffed farting in front of your partner (laughs) we just play spoke about this are you chuffed about it or not chuffed about it I'm chuffed on both sides. I don't mind fighting, and I want you to feel like you can fart. In there's not to me. I'm <laughs> um, beyond the the part where I'm like, oh, that's gonna be unattractive. Uh, however, you always don't like when I talk about my toilet movements. I love that you're just bringing this stuff up. Like, you don't you, like it. He doesn't like it. He's like, ah, don't tell me about it. Well, I'll be like, be I have like, a sore oh, stomach ache. I gotta go chuck a shit. Okay, I have like, never I said want, that. You, I don't want any of that. And never like, said that. I gotta go drop a log. I'm like, babe, remember Would that time I you referred to it as drop dro- a log? I have. You're literally lying, and I know you're lying by that face. Drop a log. I would never say that. Oh. Um. Yeah. Ollie gets really grossed out about poo chats. I know what it is. Some. Some probably happened to me as a kid. (laughs) Okay. Chuffed or not chuffed? Therapy. What? Okay. Yeah, Um, I'm chuffed about it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, our therapy. Yeah. Our therapy. Yeah. Therapy and therapy for everyone. Yes, I am chuffed too. Yes. Chuffed or not chuffed? Fast and Furious Seven. Not chuffed. Chuffed or not chuffed? We love Fast and Furious, and I actually want to watch it when we get home. Because I have not seen the latest one and Ollie was meant to come to the movies with me and he refused. You know Vin Diesel... I'm not going by myself. ...is like a meme, right? Like, you know that everybody's laughing at him. Hey. Like, uh, sorry, Vin Diesel, I'm sure you're a hell of a guy. Iconic. But you you said it like he listens in. He might. He might. Hey. I'm going to message him on Instagram and say my boyfriend doesn't like you. Please send him a video message. Yeah, okay. Cameo. 30 bucks. (laughs) All right. Cameo. Chuffed or not chuffed? Chuffed or not chuffed? Cameo. Never. Okay, yeah, never. I I don't think I'm a cameo gal. No. Are you? A cameo boy? Yeah. No. I don't think I could do that. It just, to me, cameo is so I don't want someone to pay to send, I would just send it for free. But not even that, like, it's a personal message from a person who has never seen you. So, my sister bought one for her ex-boyfriend and it was like, when that would do? It wasn't an ex-boyfriend. Like, Fuck you, motherfucker. Um, but that's funny. Uh, no, it was like a Sydney Swans player. And he's like, hey, Michael, it's Josh from the Sydney Swans. Um, oh, just want to say lame. congratulations on your new job. Like, you he don't know care. what he does for work. To lame. me, it's just, I, I can't get my head I around I it. I really 
if you guys want any videos from us, please come up to us. We actually, Ollie is that's one of his specialties. Anyone that comes up to him, he'll be like, "Do you want a video?" Yeah, or like someone I, that's not there. Well, if some, and this is the thing, when I see anybody, if I see bloody Chris that finished seventh on Australian Idol two thousand and four, I get a bit starstruck. Anybody I watch on the television, I get a bit starstruck. Yeah, from. he does. So I will never go up to a person. So I always think if a, and this is quite interesting though, that's the advice I give to the dating world. Um, but so if I ever, if somebody ever comes up to me, I'm like, fucking, they rock. Yeah. Uh, how can I make this the best experience yeah. for them? And usually Love it's it. to their mum. <laughs> usually it's mum. Yeah. <laughs> okay, chuffed or not chuffed? Good fellas. Good fellas, very chuffed. Karen. Karen. <laughs> yeah, Ollie's very chuffed about it. I did. Um, I did. Really you actually like it. liked Goodfellas. Yeah. There was that um, at Splendor. There was a Italian place, and it was like themed as a Goodfellas. Do you remember right. that? Right. It was like an Italian. They had all like Goodfellas like printed out stuff. Right. And I wouldn't have got that if I hadn't seen Goodfellas before. I'm sure, it wasn't Godfather. No, it was Goodfellas. Oh. Yeah, yeah, it was Goodfellas. Um, okay. 1972, by the way, Godfather. There we go. Okay. And because we're coming up to the holiday season, very, very excited. Chuffed or not chuffed? Festivus. <laughs> yes, we are very chuffed about Festivus. Uh, it's a Festivus for the rest of us. <laughs> I just love I your love impressions. Festivus, man. Beats of strength, the whole kit and caboodle. Yes, we're very... Ch- I might put up a steel pole. So it was on, okay. so on Seinfeld, mm-hmm. um, George's dad didn't like the commercialization of Christmas. Yeah. So he created um, something called Festivus under the guise of Festivus for the rest of us. And in it, there was like, you would have to say, instead of saying like what you're grateful for, you had to sit around the table and say who pissed you off this year and why. <laughs> uh, just um, George's dad <laughs> at one point, it's like... Oh, I got a lot to say about you. Oh, he's got tears in his eyes from laughing. I love that episode, man. I'm actually very excited for the holiday season. We were just chatting about where we're going to put our Christmas tree up. But the Festivus is the complete opposite. The anti. Uh, the anti. But we are, we are embracing Christmas. Right. Yes. Oh, God, yeah. I'll tell you this. My mum once put up a... Oh, she God. made... So my mum was a florist when she broke up with my dad. She had like that kind of thing for a year. And she became a florist. 13 bucks an hour. Single mum of two. Hectic. And she made this beautiful, I was like six or seven, she made this beautiful tree mm, and she I like this. weaved it in silver. No, sorry, weaved it all together. So it was like this weave of whatever. And then she spray painted it gray and she put pink, what are they called? Baubles. Baubles, hilarious word. And she put that all throughout the tree. And to surprise us, Stunning. I, I took one look at it, cried. Cried. Because that wasn't, it wasn't what I Christmas. Grew, that wasn't Christmas for me. <laughs> I feel I feel so bad for that now. I know because she would have put, put in so much effort. effort for that, bro. I'm gonna <laughs> call her after the show. <laughs> Tell her, oh. can we have that? Can you do our tree for us? Yeah, fuck, that's so sad. <laughs> oh, bless. Love you, Arlene. <laughs> Love you, Arles. So that comes to the end of Chuffed with. Mr. Ollie Skelton. Yeah. Thank you for joining me. And if you guys want to hear more about Ollie and his rambles, you can oh, yeah. listen to him on Tossapod. Tossapod Podcast. Give us we- your intro. Uh, welcome back to the Ollie Skelton Show. 
that everyone rates. The acronym for that is TOSSER. Thank you. I appreciated you coming on and having a little Thanks. chat. Thanks for asking me questions about movies in American politics. I really <laughs> love this episode. Just, you know, a little bit of fun, a bit different, a bit different on chart. Oh, so but, good. Yeah, thanks, guys, and we will see you next week. Bye.